Hi, I'm Tara Spear Lee, and you're listening to the Inside Out Podcast, a different approach to living your best life from the inside out. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to episode three of the Inside Out Podcast. I'm your host, Tara Spear Lee, and it's all about living your best life from your career to your health, to your wellness, to your nutrition, to your fitness, to your relationships, your passions. There's my favorite word. In episode one, we talked about motivation and those motivation factors and how you can't be motivated by someone else. It has to come from within. And we talked a lot about ways that you could get more motivation in your life all around every aspect of your your whole life. And then I segmented into episode two more into the career side, talking about my philosophy of I don't believe in work-life balance and how it's all about whole life balance. And if you truly feel out of balance, odds are that you may not be happy in your career or something else in your life. Since I focused on career, I gave some really tactical ways that you might be able to find a job that makes you happy, that makes you feel fulfilled, and therefore allows you to live more of a balanced, holistic life. Today, we're going to talk about quite possibly my favorite subject. We're going to segue into talking about how you can live your best life from a health perspective where nutrition is involved. This isn't going to be some boring podcast all about why you should eat better and blah, 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 but it's really going to talk about the whys behind certain eating styles and why real foods or whole foods focused eating is truly best for your overall health perspective. But better than that, I'm going to talk about some really tactical, simple ways that you can incorporate more real foods into your daily life. This is the biggest struggle for most people who may be so accustomed to eating the standard American diet, which is highly processed foods, quick grab foods, convenience foods, drive-throughs, sodas, etc. Now, some of you may only eat some of that. Some of you may eat none of that, and that's okay. That's great. (laughs) But we're going to talk a little bit about that today and how to incorporate more real foods into your diet and what that will mean for the way that you feel. Speaking of the word diet, I do not believe in diets, and there is a very big reason behind that, but diets are a means to an end, meaning that you are on a diet for a period of time, and then it ends, and then what? Do you go back to the way that you were eating before that was either leading to poor health, all kinds of side effects, all kinds of chronic illnesses, being overweight, et cetera, et cetera? So a diet, again, is just a mentality of restriction that then can lead to a poor relationship with foods. Being restricted is actually what caused me to have an eating disorder, led to severe body dysmorphia um, that took me three full years to heal. Now, do I regret any of that? Absolutely not. But what I'm saying is being on a diet is never a good idea. What you should be focused on or what I recommend being focused on is a lifestyle change, something that you can maintain for life, but also something that you enjoy and something that benefits your health. There are so many quote unquote diets out there that are so horribly unhealthy from, you know, juice cleanses to just cleanses in general. And I mean, several just diets that are severe under eating for women that are causing more harm than good from a hormonal standpoint and body fat storage. So really focusing on a healthier lifestyle will have overall better benefits. So the first thing that I want to talk about are some of the things that people report experiencing whenever they are accustomed to eating processed foods. Think foods in packages, foods that you go to the grocery store and you purchase that are in packages that have long shelf lives like candies and any kind of pastries and packages 
Little Debbie's, um, Lunchables, even lunch meat, pre-made meats, crackers, cookies, processed foods that are not found in nature. You can't go outside and pick Cheez-Its off of a tree. You can't go outside and pick up a Rev Oscar Mayer wrap off of a tree, right? You can't dig it up out of the ground. So think in terms of things that are not found in nature that are man-made that we are consuming on a daily basis. My favorite saying is that you never know how bad you feel until you feel good. So what I'm getting ready to tell you are things that people have reported who have made the switch from processed non-foods to real food. Constant digestive distress. Obviously, this is a big one. Um, I've worked with people in the past who have had Crohn's disease, who have celiac disease like myself, uh, who have had all kinds of digestive disorders. And what a lot of it comes down to is the foods that they're eating. And when they really focus on a real food, nutrient-dense lifestyle, which I will explain later, it can change their life. Poor immune health, sick constantly or catching everything that's around. 80% of your immune system is located in your gut. So if you are eating poorly and you're not processing your food correctly, when your gut is out of balance from eating these non-foods, then you likely are going to have poor immune health. Hormone imbalance. We'll talk a lot about this as we talk more about sleep, but eating processed foods, especially foods that are high in sugar, they definitely cause a hormone imbalance in your body. And we'll talk about why. Um, any kind of cycle issues for women. This is another big one. This plays into those hormones. Insomnia, right? Because increased cortisol can affect your adrenals and thyroid. Hair loss, skin issues, lethargy, right? People are exhausted all the time or, oh, I just don't have time to work out. I'm exhausted after work. So much of this plays into what you're putting in your body. Brain fog, agitation, even anxiety. Another big one, obviously, is weight gain or inability to lose weight. So what I advocate for, obviously, is healing whole, real foods. And I'm going to talk about three benefits of eating real food and very simple concepts that lead me to understand or believe why eating real food is the best way. Number one, if you focus on real foods and avoid processed foods, then you will feel much more satiated all the time. I know so many people who, you know, they eat Oreos and Pop-Tarts and ice cream and they add this in on top of some nutrient dense foods, but they are hungry all the time. I can't tell you honestly, the last time that I have felt starving or shaky or any of those things because my main focus is on real foods. But if you eat a lot of processed packaged foods and sugary foods, odds are that you feel hungry a lot and that's not your metabolism or by chance. These foods, processed foods are created with this in mind. I don't know how many of you have ever heard of the bliss point, but it's actually a scientifically studied point at which you enjoy foods the most. It's researched, it's studied, it even has food scientists dedicated to create the greatest amount of crave. So this is just something to think about, right? There are food scientists out there that work for these large food companies that are developing these sugar-filled, processed, chemical-laden non-foods, and they're trying to find a way to get you hooked so that you continue to come back and eat them over and over and over. They contain refined carbohydrates. Processed carbs are called simple carbs because they are quickly broken down in your body, in your digestive system. This quick breakdown actually leads to quick blood sugar level increases and insulin spikes, which also leads to very quick crashes. So many of you may have that 3 p.m. craving, and then you immediately at the end feel like you've crashed and burned. So if you were eating, let's say, you know, four real food meals throughout the day, you'd feel much more balanced, much more energetic. Whereas when you have something that's processed or sugar filled or full of simple carbohydrates, it's going to make you crash. Consistent consumption of processed refined carbohydrates is also linked to multiple chronic illnesses. 
So this is all just some food for thought. I'm just giving you some quick tips here. We're not going to go too deep into the science, but nutrient-dense food, which is also known as real food by contrast, are foods that are full of micronutrients such as vitamins, minerals, amino acids, and more. These foods are foods that are found in nature. Remember I was saying earlier they are found outside in the dirt, on trees, right? Animals, everything from, you know, proteins. And I'm not talking about lean proteins. I'm not talking about chicken breasts and turkey breasts. I'm talking about all kinds of delicious, well-sourced animal protein like grass-fed beef, grass-fed tallow, pastured chicken, pastured eggs, pastured bacon, wild-caught salmon, as well as all kinds of leafy greens and vegetables and nuts and starchy tubers you can find in the ground like sweet potatoes and regular potatoes and root vegetables and fats like avocados and oils. I mean, galore. And you may think to yourself, well, this sounds really boring. It's actually not. It just requires a little bit of cooking. Uh, And at the end, I'm going to give you some really, really practical tips for how you can incorporate real foods into your daily life, starting small. Cooking with nutrient-dense foods like nutrient-rich green veggies and healthy fat oils like coconut oil and then topping it with amino acid-rich grass-fed steak, this will not only help you stay satiated longer because of the higher healthy fat content, but also because it's higher in nutrients. This is what your body craves. This is what your body needs. Because your body will be getting essential nutrients, it will function more optimally. So many of those things that we talked about from sleep to digestive distress to anxiety, Those things can truly disappear if you rid your body of foods that are not meant to go in them. We are putting man-made foods in our body that were never meant to be there, and we wonder why we feel so crummy. The second thing is that your sleep will vastly improve, and thus your health. People that know me know that I am a massive sleep advocate. I've even had people call me worse words about my sleep. (laughs) But sleep is a huge deal to me because it is at the root of our health. And so many people that I know struggle with sleep, but the majority of people that I know that struggle with their sleep also struggle to eat real food and are addicted to processed foods and sugars. I can go way more into detail about sleep, but I'm going to talk to you just a little bit at a high level. And then you can, I'll direct you to my blog on terraspearly.com. I've got some really great blogs all about sleep, but contrary to popular belief, calories and exercise are only a fraction of the health equation. So without adequate sleep, your body will suffer in the health department way more than you realize. So this is why when people ask me, hey, what steps do I take to start my health journey? My first answer is always get seven to nine hours of sleep at night, followed by focus on nutrient-dense foods. They go hand in hand. And I have people scoff at me all the time. Well, you don't understand my job and you don't understand being a mom and blah, 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 blah. Like I, I get that. But again, just like putting workouts into your calendar as an appointment with yourself, so too is sleep. Sleep is the most important appointment that you have with yourself, period. Lack of sleep equals hormone wars, period. So sleep deprivation has been linked to obesity, type 2 diabetes, metabolic syndrome, and so much more. Even a single night of total sleep deprivation can negatively influence energy expenditure and metabolism. So when you're sleep deprived, the hormone leptin lowers This hormone is responsible for telling your body that you are full. So it's not at full capacity. So when you're eating, right, your body's not telling you that you're full. And it also increases the hormone ghrelin, which is the hunger hormone. Then cortisol, the stress hormone, is also increased, leaving you with a recipe for disaster. Another hormone at play is insulin, which is responsible for regulating blood sugar in the body. There are tons of studies. I'm not going to go into detail 
but that show that sleep deprivation leads to insulin resistance. This is when insulin becomes less able to lower levels of sugar in the blood. This leads to type 2 diabetes or prediabetes. So basically, the more sugar processed carbs we take in, the more a pancreas produces insulin, the more our body becomes resistant, and thus leads to insulin resistance. So when people are sleep deprived because of all these hormone wars, they're more prone to consume foods higher in sugar, and their bodies are less able to lower the levels of blood sugar in their body. These foods also cause fatigue and sluggishness that can affect your daily routine as well as your sleep cycle. So the nutrient-dense foods, by contrast, they help you to sleep because the building blocks of hormones are everything that you can get in real foods, amino acids, lipids, cholesterol, all found in real nutrient-dense whole foods. Healthy hormone production also relies on essential vitamins and nutrients that real foods contain and processed foods are completely devoid of. So consuming real foods helps to naturally regulate your hormones, thus leading to less cravings, thus leading to naturally improved circadian rhythms and boom, better sleep. And all of that equals better health. So the third thing that I'll talk about is that your energy will skyrocket. I don't know how many of you live on caffeine. I love coffee, but I cap it to two eight ounce cups a day. But a lot of people live on caffeine because they feel like they don't have energy. Energy drinks, coffee, energy shots, pre-workouts, etc. Maybe it's just due to your lack of sleep, your lack of energy. Or maybe it's the fact that added sugars deplete the body of energy. And most likely it's both. There are thousands of people relying on caffeine in drink and supplement form to get them through their day simply because they lack adequate nutrients to supply them with energy. If you don't believe me, ask anyone you know who eats daily processed foods to cut all caffeine consumption and observe their energy throughout the day. You will truly see a crash and burn. Carbohydrates, including refined sugars, are converted into energy, but they require certain vitamins and minerals in order to be converted into energy. Since refined sugars have been stripped of micronutrients, you end up with an energy deficiency. So again, those quick burn sugars in processed foods are causing that rise in insulin levels followed by a crash and feelings of sluggishness and lethargy. Contrast this with consuming nutrient-dense real foods and you have nutrients present to convert into energy and sustainable energy at that. Foods like healthy fats, nutrient-rich proteins and antioxidant-rich vegetables and starches, these fuel our body and energy naturally without the need of a stimulant to keep us going. It is truly the source that matters. At the beginning of the podcast, we talked about all of the feelings that people who had left behind the processed sugar-laden foods felt when they switched to real foods. So now I want to talk about some of the things that they realized, some of the things that happened, and some of the ways that they felt when they focused on real foods. Real foods can increase good cholesterol and decrease bad. It can lower blood sugar, can reduce triglycerides, can increase energy, can balance your hormones, can help with fertility, can increase mental focus and productivity, can improve your skin, hair, and nails, decreases your hunger, can reduce your body fat percentage. I could go on and on and on, but you're starting to see here that there are some true real benefits to eating real food. And again, I just want to go back to explaining what real food is and it's anything that you can find in nature. I'm not, I'm not suggesting you go out and eat raw chicken and apples and nuts all day long. There are some delicious, ridiculously delicious ways to prepare real foods. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, I suggest that you do 
because I make everything from real food spaghetti that is not pasta. It's made with spaghetti squash to cauliflower crust pizza to chia pudding to, I mean, you name it. I make it with real food that is found in nature. Now, am I dogmatic about it? And do I believe that if you go out with your husband on a Friday night and you want to have a delicious burger that you shouldn't? No. What I do believe is if you're going to have something that is not real food based or that is just something decadent, make sure it's the best quality that you can find. If I'm going to go out and have a big juicy burger, you better believe it's going to be an organic grass fed burger on a delicious gluten-free bun. And I'm going to make sure it's the highest quality that I can find. Same thing with ice cream. If I want some ice cream, I'm going to go try to find the best, highest quality possibly, you know, from grass-fed cows, deep, dark, decadent chocolate ice cream that I can find. The quality matters. It truly does. So am I an advocate of completely ridding yourself of anything, you know, food-wise that you might love? Absolutely not. But do try to find substitutions within the real food realm, but don't be completely dogmatic and restrictive. Do allow yourself some things that you love, but again, focus on that quality. So I'm going to switch gears a little bit here, and I want to give you four things you can start doing to start your real food journey. Again, I mentioned that this is the hardest part for people, especially people who are so hooked and focused on processed foods. I have some some friends and colleagues out there who literally every single meal that they eat is a processed meal, and I'm going to give you an example. Uh, I have a, a former client that I used to work with, and She's well aware I'm going to use this example. I won't use names, but in the morning, she was eating a Jimmy Dean sausage sandwich. About 10 o'clock, she'd feel hungry, so she'd go downstairs at her work, and she would buy a bag of something sweet, you know, maybe some trail mix with M&Ms and tons of salt and sugar, or she'd get some Swedish fish or something along those lines. At lunch, she would go down to her cafeteria or go out to eat, and she would typically get you know, some sort of taco bar or some sort of burger with french fries or a burrito, you know, smothered in cheese. It was just constant processed foods. And then for dinner, she would usually be exhausted. So she might just run through Chick-fil-A or she may just run to, you know, something quick that she could find on her way home, like Taco Bell or just anything simple for her because she was so exhausted by the end of her day. This is a really prime example of eating processed foods all day long. So many of you listening may think, well, that's how I eat every day. Odds are you're experiencing some of those health issues you may not have any, you know, body fat concerns or you may not have anything happening on the exterior or aesthetically, which honestly, I don't even care about the aesthetic piece as much as I care about what's going on on the inside. You may have poor cholesterol levels, you may have high blood sugar, you may have high triglycerides. You may be experiencing really bad digestive distress and not even know it because your body is so used to the bad. You may be having severe hormone issues. You may not be able to conceive. You may have all kinds of health-related issues because of what you're putting into your body and you don't even know it. So how can you start your real food journey knowing that your body and your life is so centered around and accustomed to eating processed foods? Well, I have some really simple ways that you can start doing this. Number one is to just replace one meal a day with a real food meal. So let's say you're having that Jimmy Dean breakfast sausage in the morning, replace it with real food. You can keep it as simple as like two scrambled pastured eggs, a couple of pieces of some really good organic pastured bacon, and half of an avocado. The fats in that meal are going to satiate the heck out of you and you're going to feel great. If you need a little carbohydrate in there, stick some sweet potatoes on your plate or you know make some grain-free muffins that... You know, you can find recipes for or Simple Mills is a really great brand. Put some grass-fed butter on there. 
you will feel so satiated after eating something like that, that you'll be full until likely lunch. Have your cup of coffee with it too. Put some organic half and half in there or some full fat coconut milk, even put some grass fed butter or ghee in there to increase the fat levels. And that also actually helps with any kind of inflammation. So if you are suffering from some digestive distress, this could help also. The number two thing I will say is to subscribe for a month to a real food-based delivery service. A lot of people just don't know how to cook or they don't know how to cook real food. So one of the best things that you can do is subscribe for a month or a few meals of like HelloFresh or SunBasket. This way you can really learn how to cook real food on your own. So it'll send you, you know, recipe cards with let's say chicken and vegetables and oils, etc. What this is going to do is allow you to learn how you can cook with these types of foods that you may not be very used to. Number three, try a recipe from a real foodie. I like to call people who eat real food, real foodies like me. You can find me on Instagram. It's at tnutritionista303. So it's like nutritionista303. Um, Or other people on Instagram that are real foods or whole foods based. Or even check out the Whole30. I don't like people saying that the Whole30 is a diet. It shouldn't just be for 30 days. It should be a way for you to integrate whole foods into your daily life and make it more of a lifestyle. I will say the beginning of doing a Whole30 can be somewhat restrictive, and I don't want you to feel that way, but you can source some amazing recipes. And by all means, if you want to try it, try it. I think the Whole30 is amazing. That's actually exactly how I started my Whole Foods journey years ago. And the fourth and final thing that I will say is really challenge yourself when you go to the grocery store to only fill your cart up with 80% real foods. Really trying to stay around the perimeters of the grocery store. I know you've heard about this before, but fresh vegetables and animal proteins and healthy fats. Try to fill your cart with that. And then if you need a pint of Halo Top with some strawberries on it for dessert, so be it. Grab it. But really try to fill your cart up with 80% whole foods so that those are what's in your home instead of all the processed sugary refined carbs. I promise you, if you focus on eating real nutrient-dense foods, some really amazing things will happen. Your life can truly change. I'm actually going to tell you a few things that happened to me when I started my real foods journey. So I'm just going to, I actually logged everything that happened. um, And I'm going to just kind of go over what was happening after about two weeks of switching to real food. So I noticed that I had total satiation between meals. I can go four to five hours between and I don't feel hungry. I had zero cravings for anything. This is so normal for me now. I don't really crave food because my body is getting the nutrients that it needs to survive, right? And to be optimal health. I experienced intense mental focus. I am talking a productivity powerhouse. All that cognitive function issue that exists from having all these processed sugars, gone, literally wiped out. Incredible energy. People ask me every day being seven and a half months pregnant, how do you have so much energy? Truly, it's the way that I eat. Um, zero lethargy or energy dips throughout the day. Again, like my work, I am a productivity powerhouse and I'm go, go, go. Zero digestive distress. It is not normal to have gas every day. People are like, oh, it's a normal human function. Actually, it's not. If you focus on real food and cut out all those processed foods, even cutting dairy, which I can talk about on another podcast, you will notice that you have hardly any flatulence. That is actually quite normal. Your body should be able to process things without having to rid it of toxins, right? No interrupted sleep. I used to wake up two to three times a night. Now it's obviously different now that I'm pregnant, but I did not have interrupted sleep once I started focusing on real foods. I slept deeply and soundly with an average of eight and a half hours a night. Zero need for a nap during the day. I used to be the queen of naps because I would just feel so, so much energy loss from, you know, not focusing on nutrient dense foods. 
increased performance in the gym. Holy cow, energy powerhouse in the gym. And then my skin clearing and glowing, just amazing. Like that, that truly just blew my mind. The other thing is that I started experiencing increased cycle regularity and I conceived while I was eating whole foods as well, which is huge for me um, because we had struggled with that in the past. And I truly don't believe that that's any coincidence. Once I started focusing on real nutrient dense foods that my body needed, my hormones started regulating. My body got back to homeostasis and I was able to conceive. So there's just so many amazing things that can happen from focusing on real nutrient dense foods. And I hope that this will inspire you to start doing so as well. Not for the aesthetic benefits, which by the way, there are plenty, but for the health benefits, because your body truly needs this to live your best optimal health life. So I hope that these tips helped you and I hope that you will try some of them during the week. Please don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions or needs. You can always reach me at Tara at TaraSpearly.com. And again, check out my blog on TaraSpearly.com where you can read more about nutrient-dense foods and sleep and hormones and all the amazing stuff that we've been chatting about today. Thanks for tuning in and keep living your best life. Thank you so much for tuning in. Find me on my blog at www.TaraSpearly.com. That's T-A-R-R-A-H-S-P-E-E-R-L-E-E.com. And make sure to subscribe for more Inside Out podcasts.